Welcome back, everybody, to another awesome, invigorating, inspiring, motivational, uplifting, encouraging episode of Gathering Strength. I'm your host, Ruben Cuevas, and today I'm going to be talking about discipline. Yep, discipline. That's one of those words that gets thrown around frequently, often. Hey, you need to have more discipline. You have a lack of discipline. You need discipline in your life. I'm certain that you have heard that word, those terms and those phrases thrown around all willy-nilly style. But luckily for you today, we're going to get deep into and identify what discipline is. But first, a gentle reminder, if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button. Go ahead, leave me a five-star glowing remark and leave a comment because that is how you support gathering strength and that's how you add fuel into the fire to get this thing to burn a little bit higher and hotter. Also, feel free to check all the links in the bio or in the show notes because that is where you can find my Instagram and social media handles. You can also find a link to my book that you can purchase on Amazon. It is available. It is called Gathering Strength. The subtitle is Everything is Fuel. And you can find that in paperback version as well as an ebook. And I'm honored that you would even take the time to come, come on over to this podcast and check it out. Now, in today's episode, I'm going to unravel the layers and peel back all of those layers like an onion. Yep, the onion of discipline. And we're going to explore the impact on how it can help you shape a life of strength and purpose. From fortifying your mentality to fostering financial stability. I'm all about the gains. And discipline is going to be the key that unlocks a flourishing existence. As always, to set the table, a quote by the GOAT, Warren Buffett, the greatest investor of all time. He said, the more you learn, the more you earn. And today, you're going to be learning about discipline. If you're ready to get into it, a quote from your boy Peter Pan. He said, here we go. That's right, I just kicked off the podcast with a quote from Peter Pan. And you tell me, what other podcast brings you quotes from people such as Isaac Newton, E-40, Winston Churchill, Mac Dre, Peter Pan, Aristotle, Seneca, Epictetus, Marcus Aurelius, the Apostle Paul? Sheesh. Tell me what other podcast collects, collectively brings together all of those wacky guys. If you... Know of a podcast that does that? Hey, send me the link because I would love to tune in. Enough with the shenanigans. Let's get into identifying what discipline is. Now, the definition of discipline as listed in the dictionary, it is a noun. The practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior. Using punishment to correct disobedience. Similar words are control, regulation, direction. There's a second definition, and that means a branch of knowledge, 
typically one studied in higher education. Now that we have identified what discipline is, hey, let's dig in even further. Some more similar words are going to be train, drill, teach, school. So man, simply by tuning into the Gathering Strength podcast, you have been learning discipline about all sorts of things. Now, because, let's see, a a definition of discipline is a branch of knowledge, typically one studied in higher education. Well, guess what? You don't need to go to college or an actual brick and mortar school. You can learn through the the school of hard knocks. That's where I got the majority of my education. Now, in order to truly understand discipline, we need to recognize how its multifaceted impact on our lives, mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially, how it is applicable. Well, first, strengthening our mentality. Discipline in our thoughts and actions fortifies our mental resilience. By adhering to a set of principles, we create a mental framework that fosters focus, perseverance, and adaptability. It allows us to weather the storms of life with a steadfast mindset, turning obstacles into opportunities for growth. Because we know the definition of discipline, we know that discipline is to obey a set of rules. Now, what would be some of the rules to strengthen and fortify our mindsets? Number one is going to be cultivate positive self-talk. Number two, embrace challenges as opportunities. Develop a growth mindset. Practice gratitude. Prioritize your mental health. Now, those would be the rules that an individual would need to abide by. And if they did not, well, there would be punishment for disobeying those rules. Now, the punishment, that's not going to come from an authority figure. Nobody is going to come to your house because you have a, a disobedient, weak, unfortified mind. But... Because there are the rules of cultivating positive self-talk. If you do not obey and abide by that rule, well then on the flip side of that coin, disobedience, you are going to be cultivating negative self-talk. You are going to be seeing challenges as you being a victim rather than it being an opportunity for growth. Rather than developing a growth-oriented mindset, you are going to be looking at everything with the lens of a fixed mindset. Rather than practicing gratitude and looking on the bright side, you're going to be looking at all of the, the chaos, all of the negative things that could possibly happen. And all of those things are going to be the punishment your lackluster life, your miserable mindset, that is going to be the punishment for disobeying the rules as it pertains to strengthening your mind. Now, for example, think of a young teenage driver. 
Statistically, they are more likely to be involved in a car accident than somebody who is wiser, more experienced, more disciplined in the driving domain. Now, because a teenage driver is going to lack all of those things that I just mentioned, the probability of them being disobedient and not abiding by the rules of the road, they're going to be more likely to be involved in a car accident and that is going to be the punishment for disobeying those rules. Now, what about in the physical domain? Disciplined physical capabilities. Now, discipline extends its influence into our physical well-being. Following a structured routine, be it in exercise or nutrition, following those rules, well, that is going to lay the foundation for a healthy and robust body. The disciplined pursuit of physical excellence not only enhances our vitality, but it also instills a sense of accomplishment, boosting overall well-being. Because we are multifaceted beings, when you exercise discipline, you gain a deeper connection with your spirituality. Now, discipline becomes a conduit for introspection and connection. By embracing practices that align with our spiritual beliefs, whether through meditation, prayer, or mindfulness, we nurture a deeper understanding of ourselves and the world around us. Discipline in spiritual endeavors fosters inner peace and a sense of purpose. Discipline also plays a pivotal role in financial matters. Responsible budgeting, saving, and investing, those are the rules of the financial domain. If you do not abide by budgeting, saving, investing, if you do not or not aware of those rules and you spend more than what you earn or you go into debt or you gamble, or you risk your money, that is being financially unintelligent and the disobedience of following a discipline, financial routine or budget, the disobedience is going to be financial insecurity, never having enough money, missing out on opportunities, because I want you to win. I'm not going to leave you hanging. Here are five tips to help you acquire and accumulate a little bit more discipline so that you can gather your strength as you move upwards and onwards. First tip is going to be set clear goals. Define specific achievable goals for different areas of your life. Break them down into smaller, manageable tasks, creating a roadmap that makes discipline more actionable. Now, one of the things that I have implemented in my life. Now, disciplined people, us disciplined people, we don't have a superhuman willpower that makes us impervious to temptation. What being disciplined means to me is knowing yourself enough so that you can identify and remove 
all of the temptations. For example, let's say you have a goal of you you know summer is coming around and you want to walk around confident around the pool with your shirt off. You're tired of having to swim every single summer with your shirt on. So you're you're like, you know what? This year, this year's gonna be my year. But then you go to the grocery store and you get all of the fruits, the vegetables, the the whole foods, but then you go down that frozen freer, freezer aisle and you get a, a couple pints of Ben and Jerry's. You put it in your cart, you take it home, you put it in your refrigerator. Now what you just did there is you set yourself up to fail because one of these days when you come home, your willpower is not going to be as high as it is usually and you are going to give in to that temptation. You're going to give in to the temptation because you just made it super easy to do something that doesn't align with your goals. Now, according to James Clear in his book, Atomic Habits, I believe it is law number one. It is to make the habits that you want to implement, make them easy and obvious. And then to break a bad habit, you want to invert that rule. You want to make it hard and invisible. For example, if you have a goal, you want to learn how to play the guitar. Now, rule or law number one, make it easy and obvious. What you would need to do is place the guitar in the center of your room or you know, take it out of the case. Wherever you spend your time, leave the guitar out in the open right then and there with some tablature or a guitar pick or whatever you need to play to pick up and play that instrument. Make it obvious and easy. Now let's say you still have that same goal of playing the, the instrument, but you didn't make it easy and obvious. Let's say after you were done playing with the guitar, you put it back in the case and you tucked it away in the bed and you had the guitar pick in the other room. Now when it came time for you to practice, once again, it's going to come down to your willpower. You don't need more willpower. What you need to do is make it easy and obvious because if the guitar was out, you would just simply have to pick up the guitar. Now you have to go under your bed. You have to unclip it. You have to find a guitar pick. And that is going to be tedious. And that's going to take energy. And that's going to stress you out. And the next thing you know, the guitar is going to stay in the case under the bed. And it is going to accumulate and acquire dust. So you don't need more willpower. You need to figure out a way to make your good habits easy and obvious and the bad habits hard and invisible. When it comes to my marathon and Ironman training, one thing that I do to make my mornings easy because I get up at the butt crack of dawn to get it in is I have my shoes and my socks out. I have my workout gear right next to my shoes. I have my vitamins out and I have my breakfast already made. So that all that I have to do is wake up, brush my teeth, wash my face, eat my breakfast, 
put on my clothes, stretch my body, and get out the door. But if I didn't do that, and I woke up, and I try to find a sock, hey, you know, where's my shoes? Gotta make the breakfast, gotta take out all my vitamins. Well, that just adds 10 more steps to an already a, a difficult task. But by abiding by law number one of building a good habit, the disciplined life, I made it easy. I made it obvious. I made it clear. Now, because marathon and Ironman training goes hand in hand with not drinking alcohol, guess what I don't have in my house? I don't have alcohol. I don't have any beers. Now, if I wanted a beer, guess what? I have to put, I have to get into my car. Well, first I have to get dressed. I have to put on my shoes. I need to get into my car. I need to drive to the store. I need to go into the store. I need to browse the beer aisle. Go home. Drive home. Open the bottle and drink it. That's like 10 steps. But if I had it in my refrigerator, it's going to be easy for me to do that bad habit. Another tip is going to be establish consistent routines. The key to building discipline is consistency. Create daily routines that align with those goals. Consistency builds habits, and habits are the building blocks of discipline. Whether it's a morning routine or a work schedule, stick to it. Now these routines, they are going to be difficult at first, but... You know, it's going to be similar to learning a a dance. Now, when you first learn a dance, for example, I don't know, teach me how to dougie. You know, you're going to be tripping or doing something weird. You're not going to be as fluid. You're going to be clunky at first. But then, hey, after you get that down, you're going to be moving and shucking and jiving as easy as the rest of them. You are going to have to spend some mental energy to build up that habit so that the habit becomes, next thing, your routine and your lifestyle. That is just how you operate. And now that you have made that easy, second nature, that mental energy that it took to create that routine, now that energy can be used to do something else. Like I said, at first, the routine is going to be hard because you're new at it, similar to learning a new dance routine. But as time goes by, you'll get more efficient, you'll get more effective, and the stress that accompanies a new routine, that will go away. And the next thing you know, you'll be hitting the dougie just like everybody else. Tip number three is going to be prioritize time management because efficiently managing your time by prioritizing tasks based on importance and deadlines, well, stuff like that, you know, use tools and calendars, planners, apps, whatever it is, organize your schedule because this is going to allow for a disciplined approach for your daily activities. On top of that, you're going to need to Prioritize your time based on the things that are vital and necessary to you that get you closer to your goals. 
Tip number four is going to be practice mindfulness. When you incorporate mindfulness practices such as deep meditation or deep breathing exercises, this is going to help you to stay present and focused. A centered mind enhances decision-making and reinforces discipline in various aspects of life. Tip number five, last but not least, accountability relationships and partners. Share your goals with someone that you trust, someone who is rooting for you. Create a system of accountability. Regular check-ins and mutual support can significantly boost your commitment to maintaining a disciplined lifestyle. But definitely be careful of who you share your dreams and your goals with because scripture says do not cast your pearls before swine. And you will be surprised that, you know, some of these friends or family members that you would expect to be happy and helpful and encouraging, well, they're more than likely going to be the ones that throw some stumbling blocks before you. So be careful about that aspect. In conclusion, discipline emerges as the cornerstone of a flourishing life guiding us through challenges, shaping our mentality, and leading us towards success. As we navigate the vast sea of existence, let discipline be our compass, steering us away from the tumultuous waters of disobedience. The rules that we set, the positive mindset that we cultivate, and the growth we embrace propel us towards a life of purpose, and resilience either way you were gonna pay by living the life of a disciplined champion or with the regrets of what could have been that'll do it for today's podcast thank you so much for tuning in don't forget to check out the links in the bio get my book for the month of february All of the sales it generates is going to be donated to a local church so that it can help uplift and encourage other people. So until next time, it's onward, always onward.